Hey everyone, welcome back to Uva Studios. You're joining us for our election coverage specials. I'm here in the studio with Felix and we're here to welcome you to part two of the CSR debate for this year's election cycle. And if anybody's feeling a bit confused or sensing this next bit's a bit disjointed, just go check out the first episode on the Facebook page, Instagram links, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc, etc. Um, yeah, I've got a little word here from Felix who... Yeah, so... We'd also like to take a quick half minute to talk to about our board applications for 2020 slash 2021. We have some very lovely positions in the board available. And the deadline for application is Sunday, June 14th at midnight. More information can be found on Instagram, Facebook. If you want to apply, send it to our email, uberpodcast at gmail.com with a motivation letter and a CV. And but you yeah. should definitely apply because it... We would really like you to. <laughs> I think it would be a good reason to apply. Great. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll <laughs> it'll be be nice. fun. You'll have fun. Um, and you'll be a part of something that you actually have control over an agency, the, the direction that it goes. Exactly. But now <laughs> we're going to get back to uh, part two of the CSI debate with Slavs, the anti-corona party, Uva Social, Inter, and the Vrij Student. We hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Stay tuned. The big difference between all your parties is seems to be on the scope of your obligations, right? This this kind of you can use all adjectives that we're going to dissect and try and navigate just for mainly fun, but the main issue is where you genuinely believe your party to have a scope um, in terms of its influence, um, whether it just be exclusively free beer, <laughs> or you're looking to change university fees, which are set at a governmental level, and there are some discretion that's offered to universities. We know that, but. At the same time, this is a legal requirement that is held by like a general different realm of democracy, if that we're going to call it, the kind of Dutch, the Dutch society, they decide. So how is it uh, to let um, Tammy respond to this or Uva Social, who's been quite quiet for some time now? I tried, um, I tried. Uh, how do you normal. think that this, this 50% is going to get cut? Do you think merely, like, yeah. How well, do you think it's going to get cut? Well, there are there's 133 million in reserves. Those are uh, numbers from 2017. Those are free spendable reserves, so they're not in buildings. The UFA can spend them however they want, and we can take money from there and and be direct transfers to the students because a university is there for its students, and we should we should take them as our priority. Um, quick question to that. How do you want to cut the tuition fees and take the money there to give it to students when you have faculties, for example, as humanities, that is low funded kind of compared to other faculties and you have also the budget recent cuts that like the but recent budget cuts that were seen by the government? How do you want to kind of like explain that? Where do you want to get the other a, money in? That is a normative question because there's never too little money. It's just a question of where do we put our money in? There definitely seems do to be a question of too little money. Of you course, just, you just quoted, what was it? Money. The number you gave was 170... 133 million 133 in free spendable million. reserves. Okay. So, but but you my argument... Quote. No, let, please let me finish. Because the thing is, wh why do we put some money in communications? Why are there are there literally all over the world, there are these, these uh, buildings which recruit students whilst we're already up to here with the amount of students we have. Well, what is that about? This, this is a normative question where we put our money in. So there's never too little money. It's a normative question where do we want to put our money. Uh, and that and that's something we need, that's normative. That's something we need to debate about. So I don't agree. Because if you can say to me what's exactly the, the amount we, we need to inject, then I, I'll totally agree with you. But it's, it's still like, it's so normative. And um, Lisa... Um, how do you feel like your party, I mean, you're hearing kind of like the debates that are going here, we're obviously like getting to this like higher level of like what it means to be in education and like how we're going to allocate general society's welfare. How do you feel representing a party which has like 
taking the kind of hands up, I'll wash my hands of all the issues and just say free beer. Does it make you uncomfortable? Um, no, because I generally believe that it's really hard to change things in one year. And that's what makes the party system so uh, hard to implement. Yeah. So why try, right? Yeah, why, why try? Why make this promise that you can deliver run? on for the next five years? Because you can change things and they're, they do listen to you, but it just takes a long, lot more time than just yeah. one year. So surely it would take a lot more people and a lot more voices <coughs> saying things a lot louder, right? Um, I, I think as a council, just over the years you just have to make your point you just have okay. to keep saying we really just want this we really please, need this loads i mean That'll things happen. just it's bureaucracy it sometimes just takes a long while okay yeah if i may respond <laughs> to this yeah um if there are like like a lot of parties who go in the councils every year you can establish the things that you just said but if you only uh, yeah, if you change your stance every year because you only want to give out free beers then you won't gets those yeah. things that you describe, right? Which is exactly, so the only thing you, you can really, you, I, I understand, right? Just as a voter, as a soon-to-be voter, you're saying that, okay, we can guarantee you free beer. So it's kind of like the narrative of the better the devil you know, right? But isn't that exactly what Trump did? I think at, at, at some point where we are a bit populist, just no way around it. We we promise this one yeah, thing. It's a fair bit of honesty. It. I wasn't expecting you to snap, so, so I had a follow-up yeah. question. Uh, <laughs> no, I get it. it. Yeah. Uh, but also, we do deliver uh, council members who just do their work, who agree with other... Uh, and that's, that's the thing. You have to discuss a lot within your council. You're going to work together with multiple parties. You can't always do the things you set out to do. And you have to agree as a council. And that's the thing. You have to agree as a council for five whole years before you really get heard a lot of the time. Can I make a comment on that? Of course. Because we hear it both time and Lisa kind of like um, criticizing this whole party like system that's working right now. And if you... <laughs> Really look at it. Like, at <laughs> must be bad for Uva Social because you had a party and everybody's <laughs> copied the party, and you're just sitting here with all these people with their parties not liking parties. Um, and you're like, oh, but, but I had a party. <laughs> um, what I want to say about this is. Yes, at the end of the day, you are going to be in a council with different people from different parties, but at the end of the day, we are all here to kind of give the students the best time they can have at the university. We're all here trying to improve the university life and how it is for students. So it's not only like, yeah, it might take ages, but also that's also, for example, why Youth Social has, uh, if you go into that kind of direction, <laughs> has um, signed the Green Commitment, um, which the other parties have not. And then this, we have worked on it for years. We have Inter will on... soon, though, okay? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> He's just heard they, you say that. He's written it down. Like, like, all the parties are just like jumping on the hype. They're like, oh, yeah, let's do it now. Youth Social has also been working on mental health uh, issues, like which has been very important for us is for the past several years. Like Every person from Youth Social that has gone to the council has been worked on, uh, working on this issue. And I continue to work on this. And yeah, it takes a lot of years, but that's why we have had our four pillars since day one from 2006. So. So uh, we have developed a lot since then, and I get this whole thing of like, yeah, it takes ages, but you know, you can't do anything if you don't try. And why exactly. are things getting worse then? Because you've been in the council for so many years, listening to you, you've done so many things, but I don't really see how that has translated into my student life, to be honest. And that's exactly the problem. I haven't seen it with DVS. Well, Inter hasn't been very. I would actually ask. I actually want to ask a question on this. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that it does relate, again, I keep bringing it back to this idea of like the scope, or like what is CSR, like what are you doing? Because what I find is, for instance, um, in PPLE, I find I have like a cohort and representatives, be that maybe 
inter um who when something goes wrong like i mean mid-exam you have like 200 people in a group chat we've got like petitions signed before the exam is finished like we get responded to instantly same day people are called into committee at the end of every few weeks random selections of students are brought in their voices are heard we're asked like i mean they really a lot changes and quickly and over the three years i've been there i've had the kind of experience i mean but even taking as much of a backseat as is humanly possible in all kind of college activities, I have still had such a positive um, response with my college, but that has been mainly from the cohort itself, right? So we are listened to as a cohort, and I'm wondering how on like CSR level, how you kind of equalize it, because I know I have um, people I spoke to, for instance, in business administration or courses which are a lot larger, where that really doesn't apply. Um, and so maybe in that instance, a party system would be stronger or, um, or I'm not sure, I guess what my real question is, like, how are you ensuring kind of um, like cohesiveness across all departments at the university in terms of representativeness? Good question. <laughs> um, well, I'd say, could, wait, could you just repeat that question? Yeah, as in, um, sorry, I probably described it quite long yeah. there, but just <laughs> that there is this experience at the university on one hand where Certain people don't feel like, I mean, Tammy voiced this kind of opinion that things are getting worse, but I'm part of a cohort which expresses that things do get better and we're responded to. Well, so there isn't this kind of CSR as one council don't seem to be acting as one. It seems to be this kind of, there's such a dis, um, um, dissonance between di different people's experiences. Well, that's also like a sad thing to see because as I said earlier, at the end of the day, we're all in this together to like, do the best for the students and there's a lot of like um students who are like candidates who get to the council and they only focus on the one thing that what they wanted to do instead of like focusing on the general um kind of good point to do like like the general aim uh, and it's sad to hear that you don't feel like your voice is being heard but to be honest i think it's also a lot of problem with awareness a lot of people don't even know who to contact uh, people don't know I what's happening what you said to, i know that i disagree of oh. course it's a problem of awareness yeah. but surely it is the responsibility of the lo the, the electives to make sure that they are accessible. Oh, definitely. Like for example, you know, like, I mean, last year the CSR, your um, what was it? Was a fourteen percent? I think you recorded as saying as terms of voter turnout. Um, yeah, of course. I so, I don't really know about the last year election, but for example, for me, like the, even one of the reasons why I started like being interested in this because my friend Maya, she has been in the council and every single time there's an issue, I text her like she's like just exposed me to so much of it. And now I feel like I understand more of the whole system and how it works. And now I feel like, yeah, it actually makes a difference because yeah. I was one of the people who in the beginning, I was saying like, fuck that. I don't give a fuck about voting. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference. But I feel like the more you educate yourself about it, the more you care about it, the more you actually want genuine change, you will do something about it because, yeah, you can be sit in the sideline just thinking, oh, nothing's happening. But those are the same people who are not voting. Those are the same people who are not like listening about like like the elections and what's going to happen and which party to vote for and stuff like that. So I think yeah. it's very just important to spread awareness, educate themselves. I think Lisa said in her other podcast about they had a um, survey uh, about the amount of people turnout and like people literally 25% of the 800 people, I think something like that, correct me if wrong. So they said they just don't care about yeah. what's happening. So I feel like that's an issue because I feel like what Tammy is saying is like nothing's going to be done. And that's a very wrong thing to spread because a lot of things are going to be done. For example, like as just a mere simple example that comes to mind is how they have extended the single, uh, like the library, like single. Okay, but to there. keep it keep it back on this point, and I think we can talk about like what you could do yeah. and can't do because I think this is all like politics kind of falls down into is like where does like truth and like this promise leech. <laughs> yeah, but um, just to come back to like the bare minimum reality, it's just like this is doesn't function as a democracy. This week, all of your parties state democracy and transparency as like your major principles. I just 
Like, you don't say democracy? Well, Accountability, that was the term, I think. Yeah, yeah. but, but no. you, there is this kind of, yeah, huge appeal, okay? Um, and, but, but that isn't how it functions right now. And is that a really major flaw within CSR that does need to be fixed before people even can vote for it? Because it's not a democracy. You can't boast to be, you don't have the votes for it. And then even within it, there isn't even this like kind of, there isn't even cohesion on what you're capable of doing once you're there, you know? And that that's a shame, you know, for me as a would-be voter and to be sitting in for the audience back home, it's, does anyone, you know, yeah, how are you I, gonna fix that once we're there? I mean, pre I, I totally agree that with, with a voter turnout that has been so low in the last few years, Yes, you cannot say that the CSR currently is a representative democracy. It's difficult to, to say that it is. And I'm afraid that this year's uh, voter turnout can only be lower because we, even though we're all, I think every party is trying to get as much reach as possible. But hey, don't doubt Uber Radio listeners. They're all going to be voting. Like, they're all oh, I, really I, I quick to so. vote. They know it. They know. So. But, but I mean, one of the things that, that, Inter has tried to do in the past with making sure, because of course, democracy and transparency is one of our core core pillars as well, is for example, making sure that all of the online information about the UVA is provided in Dutch and English. When we just started out in the CSR, there were a lot of issues with our candidates only being able to speak English and the CSR just not even being willing to speak English. Uh, all speaking Dutch all the time. And I think it's already a big step forward that we're speaking Dutch uh, English here. And a lot of the online information now is in English. And I think if we talk about what can the CSR really accomplish, I mean, just look at, for example, the, the lawsuit about the proctoring right now. Yeah. That is already one... To bring us back to some home base, but this is like a good, <laughs> yeah. safe issue. Everybody's no, but, in on board. But, but honestly, <laughs> I, with, without a body like the CSR, a, a lawsuit like this is or not possible, or way more difficult to mobilize, right? Yeah, but the I fact, agree. it's sad that it has to come to this point, because if there had been, like, uh, if we had more say in uh, issues earlier and a more definitive Definitely. say, uh, it would have would not have come to a, um, to a lawsuit. So, Definitely. and I do really want to react on you for a little bit, because I'm not saying that the parties didn't do their best or that the people didn't work hard enough. I'm saying, I'm kind of echoing what Bev said. We're in a system which is just not working because we're strained in as students. And I think that's the problem we need to fix. But I always find that very interesting. I always find uh, politicians, are you guys sitting here? Like, it was even the same in high school when you have these people like running for like senior prefect. Um, it's like, the system's so fucked up. Vote for me and then I'll join it. Like, what is like, that is not okay. Like, what a kind of rebellion vote is that? And then when you hear like this kind of debate, it does make you a little bit more sympathetic to like, the free beer shouters in the corners. You're like, well, like, you know, and that's, yeah. And I'm not to kind of like minimize the point, of course, but um, yeah, it is a strange tension, I think. But I do um, also feel like if you really think about how it all works, you have these seven elected uh, candidates for the Central Student Council, and then you also have seven other uh, people who are all delegates from the different faculty councils. So I feel like as bad as it may be sounds, like there is one way or another, you are gonna get your votes heard, like your voice heard. Like for example, for me, as I said, it was just like texting my friend, yo, this is yep. an issue, fix it right what now. Are you, what are you all doing? Um, Sorry to cut you off oh, yeah, there, but no. I just, we've, we're, we're run the risk of staying okay. on here, like, um, and just to like, okay, okay, yeah, there. Yeah, fair enough, but like, no what worries. are we, what are we doing with regards to voter turnout though? Like, as parties, like David, like, what's your party at? Like, why is it, why is it so low for so long? I mean, that is just embarrassing. 
Yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, I think that, yeah, maybe most students really don't care if you wear the the. But it's, is it not your job to make them care? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah, we're not going to change it in a day. So no, but you could change it in a few months. Now with, now with COVID, it, it's really hard to to reach out to yeah. people because uh, normally we would just stand in all the central halls with iPads and oh, please vote for us. Here's a free pen. And uh, now um, it yeah. is harder. I sympathize and now with you. The only thing we can do is like uh, reach out via social media, via Instagram, via WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really hard to to really yeah, address all the students, especially the ones um, who are like not really sure whether they're gonna vote. I think but David, we're doing our oh, best. Sorry. Yeah. I think David pinpoints a very good question because students are not crazy. If you just want to get their vote once a year with some gimmick like a pen you were mentioning, well, then you're losing them because they yeah. know you just want their vote. We need to take them, we need to have a compelling message, take them into the democratic process at the UFA and to make that concrete. Uh, we can, what my, we're going to revolutionize as anti-corona party, the CSR. What we're going to do is we're, bring, we're bringing the debates to the internet. People can follow them live. We're going to stop with the jargon and stop with all those terms. We're going to make it accessible in the most literal sense, understanding the words uh, to every student. And we're going to have direct votes. Yeah, well, the fact that you're making it accessible doesn't mean that students are going to be interested in it. But it's our it's job. Be different we from work as now and what you will do. We right? work as translators and literally bring it to the people themselves because these, like these issues, what we're talking about, they're actually kind of they're touching on the realities of students. And we failed as, as council members, well, not me personally, but the CSR has failed. I'm well, sorry. Yeah, I have been the CSR. Before, so. The CSR. Let's well, well, stop well. like paper shuffling with <laughs> the CSR. No, but the CSR has failed because they're, they're kind of uh, in a technocratic bubble. And also what you said, I, I texted my friend. And that's also another problem. These are bubbles. Okay, We're yeah, exactly. Bubbles. Exactly. But, but I do think that it is worth remembering, though, to bring it kind of back on and to get off the, like, debate about, like, oh, CSR, like, the faults in it, like, because, yeah. But that's important. It is. Of course, it's important. I'm not trying to distract from it. I'm not trying to distract from it at all. Um, it's just a want to open... I mean, you guys are trying to get voters in here to be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but what I do want to point out to is like, but we don't want to get the proctoring. You made a comment about the proctoring. Um, just to switch conversations a little bit here. Um, I could just like throw out a different question. We were going to like play this competitive fun game, but it turned mm -hmm. into too much of a debate for me to start asking you about your favorite fruit. So I missed it. Sadly. But I do want to ask about the proctoring a little bit more. Um, how did it get to a point where now the Central Student Council is filing legal proceedings against the institution? Surely they should be coexisting why are we now at, like a institutional war like how did it get so bad that we were just not listened to to such an extent where we now have to go outside the institution to a higher yeah. state institution i think how did that happen who let that happen do covid i mean they had to change like really fast and yeah. um, it was difficult that's why the the student council didn't really get a say in it but now in hindsight they still want to fix it yeah and so, so they're kind of stretching out a bit yeah. it's um, a little bit of an unfair question to ask because both me and lisa our parties aren't represented yeah. at the csr and they they free are so they're probably more into the process than well, us exactly so we well, can yeah, hear what they have to say i think we've noticed that i just want to know how it got to that yeah, you know like, what i mean like well how did this end up from my information or like from my perspective on most of the stuff that kind of happens with the university they the executive board they take an executive decision that's 
there for all students. You have the proctoring suddenly happened. People didn't like really know about it. Yeah. They did it in a very, <laughs> to say in a very easy way, evil way. They just told them like before, like very close to the exams. They said the examinator board, they have six weeks to reply. But then by the time they reply to this decision, yeah. people would already have their exams. So it's kind of a very sneaky way they did it. And then like, obviously like the CSR, they took this like the, the steps they could take um i don't know exactly what they did but like there's a petition that has been signed and now they're like taking to all the steps to get to this point where they actually sues the university because okay. of the privacy issues so like we've seen this several times or at least i've seen it several times where the executive board they take an executive decision and don't really think about the individual situations or they don't really think about the students and like at the core of the day it's all like, for the best of the students so i think that maybe explains a bit how it got to that point it was just too quick too soon in a weird context right <laughs> yeah. that's what we're getting from. And that's, of course, um, we also have to like, I want to bring this back as well. Like it is still impressive what you guys are doing, like running an election campaign in the midst of <laughs> Corona. Like, like it's not, it's not easy. Like there's no, you don't have many options in what you're doing. So like hats off to that. And I can see how this maybe did lead into, I don't know, it just like, it just was really quick. The uni just threw this, but it's, yeah, for me, I just, I'm still kind of confused to be honest, but I also see that maybe it's just too quick, but I just think it's very drastic that we've now ended up in legal proceedings when maybe we should have had a vote to begin with. Would, would, the, would the CSR ever consider trying to establish for itself internally as an institution, the power of veto against the university as another institution? I think the, of course, the, the CSR definitely would want a power like that, a veto power. And I think, and I think something like that would fix the issue of, of uh, the disconnect between students and the executive board. However, as we touched upon earlier, me even being a, a, a candidate for the CSR, I don't think the CSR should have a veto power as long as it's not representative of the student body to an extent that it's actually representing the student body. With 16% turnout, yeah. I think a veto power is... It's not fair. It's not fair, no. Okay, it's good to hear Inter say that, you know what I mean? You'll get a lot of slag for being elitist, but it's good that, <laughs> it's good that you've, like, ugh, power to the masses. Just a but normal Dutch Does anyone have anything they'd like to respond to that, maybe, um, Lisa? Um, With that idea of, like, a veto, but it's not really working due to democratic deficit? Um, yeah, I actually wanted to touch on uh, another part of that, because you do have, like, instemming. I don't know the right word in English. Uh, at the moment. So there are some things that you say like, well, we just don't agree with this and then you have to get mediation and then you have to go to court if you yeah. still can't agree. So you do have, to some extent, a veto. Yeah, I, evidently. Yep. I mean, we're, we're now doing it now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but, um, uh, but in general, there are certain regulations, uh, something like the framework of the uh, teaching and examina yeah. examination regulations. That you feel it works quite well, kind uh, of in general. Well, they, they need a yes from the... Uh, Central Student Council for that. Yeah. So there are certain topics yeah. that are by law, um, they meet the just agreements feels... of the Central Student Council. Yeah. And there's also that at the faculty level. So you wouldn't change this? That's the party stance? Uh, we don't have a party <laughs> stance on that. But you uh, as a candidate who people are going to vote for? Well, what is your I, stance? <laughs> I want to refrain from uh, personal opinions. Uh, okay, so let me get this straight. Okay, I'm sorry. I tried to get in on this free beer because I wanted it to. <laughs> right, we're back to the same question, but it needs answered. Okay, so people vote for your party for free beer. Um, I get it. This one mantra, let's go for it. Because your view as a party is to say you're going to have one common view yeah. and then everybody else who runs as a candidate can have their own views. But when I just asked you your own views, you just said you didn't want to yeah, give a personal opinion. I don't want to give myself an unfair advantage to anyone else on our list because everyone's opinions are just as important. And just because I'm number one doesn't mean I should But be not canceled. to the voters who are voting for you guys. They need to know what they're voting for. Well, they they can't can have find, closed secret. They can find our opinions on our social media. 
And well, this is your, I mean, I find that ludicrous. You're here in a debate. This is your, okay, so on, uh, so on your social media, you don't express your personal opinions there either. No, but for everyone equally. So every candidate on our list gets to say their own thing. I don't want to give myself this platform while others don't have but it. But we gave you this platform because you guys asked as for it. As a party, not as me personally. But your party doesn't stand for anything but free beer. And yeah. You're... Okay, this is, this is like... Can I point out it's kind of ironic that the PPLE student doesn't get anti-hierarchy? <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm just... No, I mean, I get you. it, I get it. But I just think that like voters have an opportunity to hear what they're voting for and to get their views represented because now we have this in this situation where now the CSR has to take... If they've been ignored or they just wasn't able to respond to a crisis that emerged for students fast enough, so now they've ended up in legal proceedings because the system's flawed. But you made the point that the system takes too long to change, but now even changing it seems impossible because... We don't know what we're voting for. But you can find what you're voting for. Just, you just not in to... your public, not, you're just not willing to debate it with the other candidates. That's a fair auditorium. And that, that actually speaks to like a reduced hierarchy because you're putting yourselves on the equal platform with other democratic candidates. Well, I would be in for having a debate with everyone on every list to make it fair, but that's not really a possibility now, is it? Well, I am everybody on my list. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we can are. debate. <laughs> <laughs> you agree then that it's unfair of me to use this platform while my other party members can't? They were will if they were running for the CSR ca like candidates, they were also willing to take part, but we also needed to make it fair to all parties to kind of represent the views of the parties. Yeah. That's, we also, you know, that's why you're all so here. So that's why I'm here, here, to represent my party's views, View, not which, my own. Which is the beer. Which is just the beer. Which is just yeah. the beer. Okay. Okay, how does everyone else feel about that? Is everyone... I'm just wondering about the beer and Corona. I'm just wondering why you is didn't even bring a me a beer. Like, you didn't even bring me yeah. a beer. You show up to this interview and you don't even bring me a beer. And it's like the only stands. Well, and I'm just like, we thirsty. We text now. They're like 50 liters. Okay, well, we also have to finish them together. I'm, I'm um, a fun debate. <laughs> we can but, try. Okay, but, <laughs> but to bring it back around, um, I just wanted to ask um, one area that whenever I spoke to people um, from kind of different departments, was the one big thing that comes up a lot, and some of you mentioned, is mental health facilities. Now, the UVA does, um, I can see that intern and like UVA <laughs> social get ready to say this. Yes. Like I've got some pre-prepared sentences, but I just wanted to ask, um, on an institutional level, there, it's clear that you all have huge interests um, in changing certain things, but the mental health facilities that the UVA does offer during Corona times, there was a massive amount of students, particularly international, and actually Dutch as well, who, went back into situations where the safeguarding measures that university had previously provided um, were no longer, they were just no longer present. Um, and how do you feel that political parties at the UVA were able to kind of like in that moment start to represent people a little bit better? Were you aware of these risks? Did you try to pay close attention to them? Um, it's difficult because you don't have so much um, like a population. It's more like a, yeah, your electorate. Did you keep yeah. in touch or how did this, how did your parties do this, manage this? Well, I, uh, I did my story in the, in the Fodia because uh, I come from a low income family and I actually had a talk with my mom that at a certain point I might be uh, giving her money for my student loans. And after I did my story in the Fodia, this, the student of the university paper, I got a lot of DMs and messages of people saying that they're in a similar situation where Economic uh, is 
economic factors are being so strenuous on their mental health. Yeah. And the problem with this, again, is that this is a normative question. Why are we putting money in communications whilst we can also put that to mental health? This is a question of what do we find more important? And to add to that, it's also a broader question because in Holland, on the, the, um, the money towards our, um, how do you say that, welfare, uh, the zorg, like the, the social welfare or mental. How do you say that, guys? Into the Dutch I'm looking to the Dutch I'm like really embarrassed. It's been three years. Yeah, I haven't like, learned any like words. The zorg, the, the healthcare, oh, like the money yeah. in healthcare, have been has been evaporated. And I know personally from a few students who said they, um, the student psychologist said it was not bad enough, so they got put in groups to reduce the costs of these student psychologists, and usually these student psychologists also refer them yeah. to uh, to governmental institutes, which yeah. are also having waiting lists of two mm -hmm. to three years. Yeah. So to ask, yes, yeah. I think so it's what a we're actually, So actually, so what we're really seeing, because that's the one thing I think students really feel like, because it, it's such a personal thing, oh. yeah. that they feel it so personally, but I think it's kind of what you're saying is that as what CSR is kind of reminding students of is just that it's, this is a huge or wider, we're talking about a societal issue right now. But and to add to that, because the university also owns a lot of buildings in the city center of uh, Amsterdam to house international students. But my question is, why can't we house international students at the same places where I started, at the, at the uh, outskirts of the city? That's also where I started. Demon, represent. Uh, no, no, you're not a demon, but it's, it's a little bit weird that our mental health facilities are underfunded, but the UFA has, like, a, uh, in the middle of the city center, has these lavish buildings, which are usually usually utilized by students who only come here for one semester and then they and you sells this under the student experience in Amsterdam I think that's ridiculous yeah. because the because it's students who are here longer also international students who are doing their whole bachelors here need to need to yeah. need to be able to get and to do you think, mental facilities sorry to cut you off but just a um thing but do you think that corona has will lead to like a recalibration of that what do you think the future is going to hold do you think it's going to recalibrate these issues that you just talked about and kind of bring them out into light a little bit more, especially now the city's quieter. Do you think that this is something that CSR would consider just pushing as a motion to the university? Well, I hope we can we can push the UFA back in, in seeing their priorities. Instead of being this lavish institute who wants to be on all the rankings, we need to bring it back to the basics, which is which is studying, which is student welfare, instead of, of pushing us in this train of getting higher, higher grades and doing, having more hours and being better, higher on the rankings. Because to be honest, the UFA is a very good university, but our CVB, our bosses, care a little bit too much about the rankings and a little bit too little about our students. If they would, the proof is in the pudding. If they would would uh, have their priorities straight, our mental health department would not have been underfunded. And I hope everybody can agree with me on David, this. David, what do you say in response to that? Yeah, I think I can agree with uh, Tammy. I don't Find know if I in terms as to it. Um, in terms of. Um... Yeah, you have nothing. I just thought maybe your party would have a stance in terms of she's meant talking about this kind of like redistribution of funds. Yeah, I'm not gonna. But it should be one of your priorities. But it should be. It should be. It should be in the debate at least. Well, yeah. Well, I think students should have something to choose between. So if you, yeah, I think the other points we just talked about are more important for us than. So you don't think mental health is important? That's not what I'm saying. I just agree with. I agreed with you. So yeah, it's just putting words in my mouth. Okay. But what words do you accuse her of putting in your, you and your her? Yeah, what words do you accuse her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that I don't care about. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm not saying uh, that. I'm asking you. Yeah. Well, 
I, of course, I care. But I mean, but would you be for just that, that that argument? I don't know much of the ins and outs. I really don't know how it would work practically. But what you're describing is a setup where right now there's a lot of money being spent by the university in terms of housing international students in the short term, less so for the long term internationals and the Dutch students, um, and that those facilities should be redistributed towards mental health facilities. But would your party support such a motion? Um, or would you, as a candidate, support such a motion to the CSR? Um, I'm not sure. I. Um... I mean, it's it's an important issue, and um, yeah, I also know that the um, students who come here for the Amsterdam experience pay like a lot more money. So if it's directly no, but just bring it back. Sorry, no, 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 sorry. But just like, can I just uh, can I just ask? Can I just just to answer the question though? Yeah. Um, but would that be something you're for? Just to come back to that question. Yeah, I think so. You yeah. think so? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay, there we go. That's a nice bit of like consensus. The rest as well. Um, oh, of course. We're kind of getting to the. I just want to remind everyone and also those back home. We're kind of at the end of the kind of debate. Um, and yeah, it's nice to end things on such a happy. I'm. I'm still. Even though I'm sitting here, it's like it's so. Uh, yeah, I just realize how complex and how multi-layered and how you're all really similar. So many similarities, just huge differences, which are so interesting. And I think it's really. It's really great to have such a diverse range of people in this room with this, this kind of election that really speaks to democracy. You're all really different individuals with, with different things to say, and that's what this is about, like getting as much pluralists out there, getting as many people represented in as many different ways. And even though you've forged these like crevices of differences, you're still there forging the crevices of differences, and that's what's important. Um, so yeah, kind time of, to make a small little point about okay. <laughs> over social like I I'm gonna I'm really gonna have to cut you oh, off. Okay. So, okay, you know what? Go for it. Let me go. Oh, Let me go. Um, quick, quick, very quick. I really agree with Tammy. I'm sorry for this. Actually, do, um, do you mind? I'm gonna cut off one more time. Yes. I tell you what. Why don't we finish this nicely? Um, okay. Everyone can have their one minute closing statement, and then after that, it's gonna come back to me, and then I'm gonna ask okay. a random question, and you're all gonna have to answer it. <laughs> nice. Okay. So one minute, and we can start with you, Uva Social, because you okay. wanted that one minute. Um, so as <laughs> our party stands for diversity, accessibility, education, sustainability. We have a lot on our party program. It's just to go in, ask me any questions, I'll answer. But one last thing I want to add, I really agree with Tammy, and it's a very good point to make, because one of my biggest issues is I want clinical psychologists on top of educational psychologists, because most educational psychologists only deal with the stress with the university. They don't really help you with anything else. And they turn you away to the institutions that you have to wait ages. And me, I have two years on my account. I cannot afford the psychologist <laughs> so it's like there's really a lot of like um yeah it's like you're sad yeah, but wait six I'm months like, yeah, exactly. wait six <laughs> wait months. till you're like really yeah. sad okay <laughs> you should say you're sad now because in six months I you're know. gonna be real fucked <laughs> and you're gonna be then just exactly. write it down and it's like <laughs> Mental health has not been prioritized by the CVB at all. And no. I really agree with Tammy that this should be a big prioritizing for the university and stop trying to push exams. Just try to like re like repeat what you learn after two minutes and try to get high grades. We should stop thinking about the ranking. We should think about this is a long-term personal development for students and like our mental health is should be prioritized. This is keeping a very sweet and <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. here we go, here we go. Okay, next up, we're gonna have Tammy get one minute. Well, stop voting for technocrats, vote for visionaries. <laughs> we're gonna cut the tuition fees in half. We're gonna we're gonna freeze the great efforts. And if this wasn't Corona, I would have given you a hug, uh, you a social, because it's, it's hard. It's yeah. hard for every student right now. And I hope you, here it is. Please vote for me. I want to make this a little bit better for you guys. Slaaf says the moniker honest, simple bear. We just want to give everybody bear. But for those who don't like bear, uh, next drinks we'll have cocktails. We're not sure. Yeah. Bro, you just announced that so late. I could have asked you about this. Yeah.
yeah. willing to give an opinion? Is it going to be an espresso martini, or are you just going to have a dry and straight up? Oh, well, we... Finally, a debate you're willing to engage in. Like, uh... We've tried cocktails before, because we know not everybody loves beer, but it's, it's a whole thing. Okay, well, until next time. Can't wait. <laughs> David? So, if you're going to vote for the Vrije Student, you're going to vote for um, online lectures, um, smaller um, tutorials, uh, and, of course, that you can pay per st uh, study credit. Okay, straight, direct. Uh, yeah, keep it easy, right? Enter. Vote enter. We stand for sustainable growth, meaning that we see around us that the UVA is, is trying to grow all the time, even though we have such passionate staff and very talented, talented students, sometimes we don't feel seen because the UVA is trying to grow, as some of the other parties here are also saying. Um, but we should prioritize student welfare, we should prioritize uh, sustainability, and we should uh, prioritize diversity and transparency, transparency and democracy. Thank you very much. Woo, thank you all for coming. I feel like I want to give my speech now, like here on the radio. We make podcasts and try to have fun during the day. Um, uh, yeah, I just want a massive, we'll end on like a fun fact, but uh, yeah, just a massive thank you guys for coming in. Um, thank you. have been a lot yeah, of fun. Um, over radio, we like to, again, to everyone, we're, we're service, give a platform to these voices. Um, and we're really glad we could be a part of this process with you guys. Um, so yeah, thank you from us. Woo, vote for thank Uber you. Radio. Yeah. We just have fun all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, do you want to finish it up? Uh, one fun fact, starting from Inter, because you had to go last last time. One fun fact. Well, it can be about you. It can be about very anything. Very difficult to start with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I keep landing you, and I'm sorry, but fun <laughs> fact. Yeah, someone else goes. Uh, my else fun go. fact is that I. I've, I've called home 17 different places in my first year because the university didn't provide housing. <gasps> so oh, that's great. Oh, you missed out. Uh, that was so, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's that's hard. <laughs> that's like a really unfun fact. Okay, yeah, but you, it's for me, like. Okay, so you said the staff is pretty low for fun fact. That was nice. Lisa, got a funner fact than his homelessness in first year? <laughs> I've got a personal opinion for you, and that's my favorite. Damn! Oh, damn! <laughs> My favorite brand, <laughs> brand of beer is Hertog Jan. Okay, nice. thank you. I should have asked you that to begin with. They're lovely. Glad we now know. I feel like such, <laughs> such a Muppet going after you. Like, I feel like so insensitive. Oh, no, it's fine. No, it no, because I, I kind of... No, know we wanted to have war. We wanted to be war. No, I just, I can so imagine. It's so, no, okay. <laughs> no, I don't you know. know. I feel so pressured. <laughs> well, I just hope people listening who are going through the same thing, just vote, go out there and exactly. vote. Because they, we're, we really want to make a difference. And these people all have different experiences which can help yeah. bring the difference. I okay. Just, I'm sorry, Perfect. I don't have any no. fun things uh, She said no anymore. fun things, but okay, democracy is fun. It's She's good, got yeah. some fun democracy. David? Um, yeah, well, the president is the uh, only uh, party that has um, um, multiple universities. So it's a national uh, uh, party. So um, we also made a, a manifesto that we um, gave to the Minister of Education uh, okay. a few weeks ago. So Again, fun. not that fun. <laughs> Inter, you've just got to beat Lisa to win, okay? Two real quick things. Firstly, oh, we have sick giveaways on our Instagram, but oh if, you don't like, uh, if you don't like, like, like the I, think, I think we found that Lisa did win the competition <laughs> yeah. and the debate. <laughs> free beer and her favorite beer. I thought mine was pretty fun. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you so much. This is Uber Radio. Cheers for tuning in. Go out and vote, vote, vote. Please just do it. Thank you for listening. Yeah.
Hey, okay, so that last episode, I left a very crucial bit of information out, um, but it's really important that everybody knows in relation to the elections how to vote, okay? We've heard who to vote for, but now we really need to work out, like, where is this? We're not going to go in on person. It is even easier. It's going to be on your laptop, in front of the TV. You're going to do nothing else that day apart from this one thing, okay? It's so easy, and then you can feel good about it, and then you can, like, go on social media, share a little something, be like, oh, you know, civic activism, and not feel like a huge fucking hypocrite, okay? Because... I'm pretty sure most of us are feeling like that right now. Um, and we should do. It's good to feel like that. But in this instance, you can rid yourself of hypocrisy and actually turn up to vote from your own bed. Tammy, how are we going to do it? We're, we're going to... Go online. We're going to go online. <laughs> on voteuva.nl, yeah, right? The, the website is still a little bit unclear, but you're going to be notified on Canvas and through email. Okay. And you're going to be informed how to vote. All the information is going to be there. Okay, there's going to be a future email regarding this content. But basically what it's gonna come down to is you're gonna vote online from your own home. You've got no excuse, just do it. Follow the link on Canvas, that's it. Hey presto, got a democracy. And you can vote uh, from 8 to 12 June. And also- Oh, for, well done, uh, more information. It's <laughs> trickling in now, okay? Now it's starting um, to work out what we're also, doing. Also, you can vote for candidate for the CSR, obviously, and also for the faculty council. Oh, so important point. Everybody, you're going to vote twice. Yeah. One for your faculty and another one for CSR. This was the CSR debate, but vote twice. You know, my, you know, if you're there already, why not do both? Um, but it's just really important that we start paying attention to this. Corona exposed this. We're now ended up in a civil trial regarding the conditions set by it. Just turn up, vote, and maybe then the situation won't be so fucking bleak next time. Okay? So, thank you for listening yet again. Welcome to Uber Radio.